0: An aspirational value in the English value hierarchy, which is an Englishman must own himself. What does this mean? Just because you're born doesn't mean you own yourself. It's yourself, and in every case it is your being, but you don't own it unless you're a, you're a master of it. To own himself, an Englishman must cultivate His, capital H, estate. There's multiple meanings in this proposition, though. Another way of putting it is an Englishman must cultivate his castle, which is the environmental element of your being. Estate is you as well. It's your body and your mind. You must cultivate your body and your mind. Your real estate. But also, nested in this proposition is capital H, meaning the the wider realm. Defend and cultivate the realm. It's the spirit of your people. So defend and cultivate, defend and grow. Realm. Castle, individual. They're all part of the being that you participate in. To own himself, which is to be independent, an Englishman must cultivate an abundance of fellowship. Robin Hood has an abundance of fellowship. His bannermen under him. He has a castle, which is the greenwood. The forest provides his bow. The forest provides his food. He can hunt deer. It's like that line from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He said, what do we need that the forest cannot provide? We have food. Wood for weapons. We have safety and the solace in the trees. Just a quick interlude, don't forget to comment on the video because it does really help us in the algorithm. And if you're getting something out of this content, do remember to check out the Greenwood website. There's members-only videos there and we have a growing community on Discord. Every member counts. This project only works as a bottom-up thing, it's only sustainable as a bottom-up thing, so we really need your help. Thanks again for your support. I look forward to seeing you on the website. And the links are in the description. King Arthur has his knights around him. King Arthur has his ban on them. Fellows on a ship together. So if one fellow leaves, you're not relying on one of them. Think about it with independence is pegs. So you're hanging off a cliff. There's one peg you're holding onto. If it's gone, you're dead. And you've got two pegs, four pegs, whatever. If you lose 50% of that and you're dead, then you're dependent. Independence isn't owning oneself isn't not having to rely on no one. It's being in a position While you, if you lose 50% of those pegs, you can still hold in. If you're dependent on something, whatever resource, whatever it is, that person can hold that over you and tyrannize you. Therefore, they're your master, whoever's providing that. Doesn't mean you don't have a king or a ruler. It means that your consent is required and consent isn't conclave. God does not require your consent, (laughs) you know? It also means that you're the master of your fate. So by cultivating abundance, of fellowship, of estate, and doing all these things, you give yourself potential and options. If you're dependent, it's all necessity. There's no choice. There's no direction to go in. It doesn't mean rugged individualism. It doesn't mean that you don't need anyone because you always do. People under you, employees, whatever, but also friends, connections around you. The sigma wolf, sigma male is a bad idea so that you're just on your own because you never are. All these people were always part of the community you go mental in just a cabin on your own. So this frontiersman, this idea of uh, rugged independence just on your own, no. Real independence is this state I'm talking about. And everyone can aspire to that. It doesn't matter if they're in a country that has a massive wilderness or not. It doesn't mean if you took all of it away, you don't need all those people. And your income comes from mul- multiple sources, thinking about it like a business. You aspire to be in a situation where you have this situation where you can walk away. Like one group or well, can't you're striving so they can't take away your ability to survive what it is in the modern sense that you can go after is business it's entrepreneurship it can be a tiny business but it's not all businesses because some businesses are operated but they are in a dependent state on the 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 landlord it's not a business if it's one source of income so say you're a youtuber on its own and your only income is the youtube itself you work for youtube they can take that away and then suddenly that's not a business is it it's, it's business seems dry what you might want to do but really you're aspiring towards being a rural lord it's just the modern version of it you can't see but it's imbued with the, it's holy to go after this value if it's properly understood what you're doing you're aspiring after the values of the king and ancient you're looking by independence you're looking to live by your own wit Cultivating your estate is knowledge and that can pay dividends. That has a, a cumulative growth. Knowledge compounds too, just like interest compounds. Robin Hood only challenged these people when he had a fellowship of chads around him. Didn't need much though, he, obviously they live lean and live in the forest, but he went to a place to do that and set that up first, cultivated his estate. He owned himself before he challenged the law and the, the, the state. That's the life I'm trying to say you can aspire to a wagee can achieve this, this value. And that happens by cultivating abundance of savings. The whole world is designing consumerism to manipulate you to live paycheck to paycheck, to spend everything you've got on your preferences rather than save. So you're trying to arrange it so you don't do that. You want enough savings and enough confidence and potential and power in you with your knowledge, but also with how much money you've got. Whatever it is, you could be a truck driver. You can be this if you have enough where you can leave a job, but also to have the potency where you're completely confident that you can get another one in something else. Because it's one thing to save the money and then really go, oh, I don't want to lose my job to have that fear. You need the potency to say, oh, I'm talented enough to figure it out. Then you have that independence because it has to be real, the potency to leave. A business will always work towards there being more demand for the work they're providing than supply because that means they can dictate the terms of how much you're paid and if you piss them off they just go sweet well we won't we'll just we can intimidate them then you see that's what you want to avoid if you're in that situation you are a you're a slave to it but you're not a slave if you can just walk away and go do something else and you've got that confidence if you think this person's manipulating me there's no negotiation here they're not going to do it you could try the negotiation and just say well i'll leave and then they'll say okay you leave and then you leave most wage negotiations are a facade You might be able to get a little bit more in it, but really it's set for most jobs that are a consistent thing. Technician A or Technician B. You could think about Tim Pool like this, even though he is on YouTube and gets a lot of money off YouTube. He has subscriptions right he lives he's a rural lord he lives in virginia right the, the virginia is the place that the this is when i laugh when he temple says that americans aren't english or whatnot Virginia's quite literally where the rural lords went and set up country estates and that's what he's got he's got the beanie compound out there in living the life of the englishman going off this value of independence and where you can't be tyrannized, even though, of course, YouTube can tyrannize, though he can fight back too. So there is kind of a ne- negotiation there. But understand too, aspiring towards doing this business, entrepreneurship, that's a whole skill set, working that stuff out. Don't think that, oh, yeah, I'll be my own boss. Who does the buck stop with for the king and the lord? The buck stops with you. All the different habits about getting up on time, about managing yourself, about making sure you get everything done, doing all the things you don't want to do. Owning yourself means that you're the master. Being the master means, as a king, you have the responsibilities of a king. You don't have that skill set if you've just come up in a wagey job. So the motivation comes from needing, 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 being independent, having a dependence on this wage from this one, Employer, master, <laughs> that motivates when you get up on time, what place you go, why you listen and have to do exactly, do what you're told in the job. You do all these things because you're managed by the person above. You turn up on time because if you don't, it's out of fear of someone else correcting you. It's a fear of someone else putting a strike on your name. Because the payment is what motivates you but before you're when you're an entrepreneur nothing motivates you so you need to figure out how to self-mastery self-motivation which means the integration of the self which means the cultivation of the estate internal estate the drives the cultivation of how to get yourself to do the stuff you want to do which is half the battle that's a whole skill set working that stuff out how to get yourself to do the stuff that would set it up to give you the potency and the possibility to enact the things you want to do and that's a burden, man. That's a burden. <laughs> that's a big burden. One that can just help you get started is that meditation's a great one. The past to meditation. And stoic, stoic practice of review. At the end of the day, you write everything that you omitted, that you wanted to do. You get yourself to do that day. Then you write what vices that you did that you didn't want to do. Then you write what you omitted, what you committed to. Then after that, you—if you the things you omitted—you think about what could I inhabit? What habit could I try that might help me do the things that I omitted? That might help me not do the vice things. And, and because you're doing this one, this practice, review practice every day, you're making an adjustment, and you can work out any problem. You just keep working at it. You try something else. Okay, shit, I eat the cake again. I'll try this next time. And if you don't can't, don't have any ideas then you might look on online and see what other people have tried to, to stop eating the cake at night and you find out what works for you. If you do those two, that's a good start. But again, this is not a video for that business practices uh, or how to start. There's a million different channels. I'm sure that talk about this sort of, I'm talking about an English about the English value. Say you go out and do this. Don't expect it to be rosy colored glasses. You are aspiring to this great Lordship, but it's you'll be working 24 hours a day and all that sort to get it set up. For instance, but you live a life that's much different. Because it looks stale. Business looks like modernism, but it's holy. It has a crown on it. Owning yourself means in possession of the ancient rights, habits and virtues that our people have cherished and aspired to since the dawn of our people and our nation. When you display those behaviors, you also become admired and more people come to your cause. It's mighty aspiring to the values of the king, same as King Arthur did and, king, and Henry VIII did when they said, don't tread on me, we are an ultra imperium. They said that since the 13th century. Said so we are our own empire. And that meant that we're not going to have you turn up collecting taxes, papacy, Holy Roman Empire, no. It's separate from it and you are the same. Again, that doesn't mean that you hate authority, that you hate the king. You love the king. He represents this spirit. This cycle of England has the king stepping in and, and fixing things. And sometimes you'll be wrong. It just means that as a whole, as a people, your consent's required. That's the idea of it. And we like benevolent authority. There's nothing wrong with a king stepping... Be, and in the cycle he does and crushes the people that are the enemies of the realm the individuals spur that king on and robin hood tells the king so he can do that and know that's going on and he can punish these people they're not just left to their own devices because we don't have or we don't like authority no americans do as well that's why they love the president they want the president to step in and do this stuff (laughs) this idea we don't like kings no we like benevolent authority but it's in our teleology to do this robin hood is that when he was tyrannized, but he found safety and solace in the trees and with his fellowship, so he could, outside of the tyrannical law, use his moral law, because he was dangerous, you see. So you're try- it, that's the truth of it, is you're trying to make yourself dangerous so your consent is required. The English have never respected law. They respect what the common law is. Common law isn't the actual written proposition. It's an instinct, a procedure that's used to capture the Englishman's moral law within, from the value hierarchy. When a law written in proposition goes against the Englishman, of course he shouldn't respect that law. For instance, these hate speech laws, whatever. Of course he shouldn't. If it's against the moral law, if you if you can get away with it, you disobey it. No, we don't obey. We're not obedient. We've never been obedient like that. We're not revolutionary, but we've never been obedient. But point is, there's a frontier of knowledge right next to you, because you have the internet as well. There's a frontier... If you can work on yourself and really, you can figure out where those needs, there's new needs all the time, not being fulfilled, because technology is changing things, there's needs opening everywhere. You can figure out what a need is, hmm, I can provide for that, me, that's entrepreneurship. You can do that from the most backwater place you live in, wherever you live, in England, Australia, New Zealand, you don't need to be, there's no colonies to go off to and empty places to do anymore, we're all stuck in just England, no. Those opportunities are everywhere, always. That's creating wealth, it's it's fulfilling a need. And that's what I'm saying, a life I want people to aspire to. It unlocks latent potential in everything around you, but even genetically. Because you're working hard and learning new habits and enacting new practices, your body is changing. Your genes are coming online that were latent. And suddenly, you don't know what you're capable of. You don't know what you can do. Nobody knows what you can do nor do you until you've tried what we are is new in nature no kernel of nourishing corn can come to you but through that that harvest that you're tilling in the soil every time you read or something you're adding to your world bubble and your possibilities and potential knowledge is as much potential as capital is because it like i said it unlocks things in you that you don't understand or realize you have judgments of yourself that are externally from the environment people around you made you think that you're this you're your possibilities the judgments of the other of the things that are around you help in keeping you sane but they also limit it's a great shame that we go to death in slavery having never never tried to even work on your body even to amass muscle and change your body but you haven't seen what is in your your mind and potential what you can be you are your possibilities it gives your mind possibilities to work with the more abundance that you've that you've gathered to yourself and the world is trying to stop you from having that they are big business are the people who are just number crunching utilitarians materialists i'm not saying it's one group of people who have a council who rule the world no it's in the prize of modernism itself it's all vampiric so much of it it's all vampiric suck up as much of your wealth and potential put you in a state of of slavery and that's just the way it works you you have to accept that you play the ball as it lies this world that i talk about this value imbued world where the spirit the gods are real this video is designed to to so you understand what glorious quest you're going on when you're on it it's not a romantic picture of something it's not painting over what this stuff is it's removing what it isn't which is the modernism appropriately symbolically explaining something so you understand what is really at stake but also what is real about how you feel when you've enacted it Wow. It's you, you, suddenly you have a destiny. Suddenly there's a possibility here. It's not just a day after day. It's not a degenerating of your age and your condition. It's a flowering of what you could be. It's a becoming and unfolding. That's true of what I'm saying. You are living the values of your ancestors here. You just can't see it all the time. But if you're around it with the sacred, you have a room in your house that has the English teleology in it. You go to a church, whatever you do, a pagan, that is real the other stuff is a covering overness that isn't human at all if it's over the gods are over the english way of life englishness is over then there'd be no sense of something missing there'd be nothing to rail against there'd be no one talking about it i wouldn't be talking about it you wouldn't be out here watching it you have you would not yearn for something unless there was something still there that was that is it you know what i mean when you don't care about something the idea that something's gone past or whatever never occurs to you it just doesn't stick out to you at all. And that's why you have to have faith. Nothing's disappeared because it's in the dissolving and dismantling that you notice it, that you see it. Oh, and then you start looking for where it is. So that's good. It's, it's like Tolkien says, it's a secret only fire can tell. It's the same thing about England having its spirit that's in the people and the gods, really, under Christ. The gods, that spirit, it's credible when you're around the stuff that's imbued with it. When you're in the, uh, the country around the old buildings and the place that's imbued with the English value hierarchy and the spirit of the king spirit, let's say, it feels like, yeah, it's here. Or if you hear a certain poetry that reveals it to it, a certain verse that points it out to you, there's an effect of that stuff. It means it's in there. It's in the world and in you. What my interpretations of, of this stuff Are not extinguishing the 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 verse itself that's what an icon is it reveals to you continuously reveals to you the outside of your imminence this is why it's a good idea to set up a kind of chapel in your house and uh, a pagan chapel christian chapel englandness chapel of artworks a temple which has imbued it you wonder why uh why should i aspire to do that it emerges out of it you don't feel it straight away it's when you start to do it the, I'm just trying to phenomenologically explain this, is that what happens when you do that is this. It's like a kind of dawning. Okay, I can do things here. I'm not enslaved to this. I'm not stuck. It's because you get really closed down when you don't have any options, any income, any anything. You're, you want, you're trying to open that up, but the, the feeling of it feels like destiny. So I can move towards something, towards an unfolding of my being. I can move towards an unfolding of this possibilities here. And that's a beautiful feeling and you can start manifesting a destiny within though the English teleology within the hierarchy. It's more meaningful if it's within something and serving something higher. Do the good is to enact the right. And gathering this independence can give you a role to play in a small way, whatever it is in the, in, in the teleology, even by having a tiny corner, a corner store that's independent, whatever it is, a pub. So you can play your role in England's story and going after this mighty value, this mighty way of life, which is still there right now, just waiting to be used. It's the patterns of action that have always been the inexhaustibleness of an impregnable island and an impregnable spirit. Any price that you can pay, let yourself own yourself. Then you can play a role in the cultivation and defense of his estate, which is capital H, King Spirit, Realm, England. God save the king. God bless you. Dare greatly to believe in the possibility that you can open up in yourself by aspiring to this value. Dare greatly to believe in you not knowing what your potential is until you've tried. Dare greatly to believe in that. Well, that's all I've got to say on that. But I think that's all very well <laughs> said, old bean. That's very well said. You're a genius. <laughs> I'd listen to me. I would listen to me. What that Scott guy (laughs) saying sounds right.